What a stat. One in 250 men will be diagnosed with testicular cancer in their lives. And as Movember kicks off today, November 1st, we're joined this morning by the producer of our morning show, Mornings with Sue and Andy, and testicular cancer survivor, Reese Schaefer. Good morning, Reese. Good morning, Sue. Good morning, Andy. Hey, thanks for joining us. Yeah. I, you know, and I, I love the fact that you are very open and honest about this, and you've really become an advocate. You had testicular cancer. So tell us a little bit to begin. What are some of the warning signs? What made you start to get concerned? Well, warning signs, um, misshapen testicle. And the larger ones are pretty common. You can have a larger testicle, one or the other. Sometimes one hangs lower than the other. These are pretty normal. And that was kind of the thing that first got me concerned. I thought, my left testicle is too large. It's Something's wrong here. So I went and saw my doctor and he said, no, 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 that's normal. A lot of people have larger testicles than one larger than the other. Okay. But I wasn't really convinced. I really felt that there was something wrong. So I ended up making... Uh, a pro, um, an appointment with my urologist. I went and got a second opinion. He felt it and he went, okay, there's something. Something needs to be checked out here. Got an ultrasound, I think the next day. And then I was admitted to hospital that very same day. Wow. Wow. Yeah. The ultrasound, the technician came in, took a look and said, yeah, that's pretty concerning. You should probably just go to the hospital. And that was basically it. I think from the time that I got concerned, had my appointment with my urologist, three days later, I was down to one testicle. Wow, that's in, that's fast. It speaks yeah. to the medical system. And we could also do a whole other segment on uh, self-advocacy. Self-adv- For sure. Self-diagnosis and, and being uh, you know aware enough to check and not just that, uh, but to continue being proactive uh, for your health which a lot of men don't do. Again, that could be a whole a different segment. But I want to get back to it because you did this work. You found out what goes through your mind mentally when they say cancer. Like, how, how did that shift or, or did it, what effect did it had on, had on you? I thought I'd be okay. I tried to go home. I tried to drive myself home after I got the news and I had to pull over to the side of the road because I started crying. Like, you never expect that this is going to happen to you. You know, everyone has experiences with cancer in their family, but when it actually hits you, it's really, really challenging to, to tackle, to handle. And I went to a lot of like therapy, different things like that. And tried to, you have to talk about it. You have to have these difficult conversations because I feel a lot of men kind of bottle it up a little bit too much and we're not really willing to open up and talk about those things that are maybe concerning us, maybe as much as some women are, you know, maybe more open talking about different health concerns that they may have and we really need to change that narrative. I agree and that's why I I think it's really important that people like you talk about it and talk about it like it's no big deal. We can talk about, you know, a misshapen testicle because that's reality and I think you're right. Women, we just go get our regular test done. It's just something that most women do and I think guys are, are just more afraid of it. And it's kind of, I don't know, a bit of a stigma around it for some reason still. Yeah, I think there is kind of a stigma around wanting to talk about your private parts, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Maybe even that's a, a ch- uh, the wrong term to use, private parts. This shouldn't be They're private. Not, yeah. We should be talking about sense. these kind of things. Yes, yeah, so we should need to talk about it because when we stay silent, we ignore those warning signs like a lump or your scrotum feeling heavy or a pain in the testicle. That was something that I got. I got a sharp pain in my <sighs> testicle and I thought... Oh, that's probably nothing. You know, like any sort of muscle muscle. Walk twinge. it off, race. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, just shake it off. If it's not broken or bleeding, you know, skate off the ice. Yeah, exactly. But that's the way we've been. I want to talk to that, that stat that Sue kicked things off with. One in 250 men will be diagnosed with testicular cancer in their lives. Uh, so let's dig deeper into that. We've got that stat. What is the survival rate if caught? And is this something, a cancer that's spreadable? It is. It can spread. Um, another one of the warning signs is pain in the lower back because there's... 
lymph nodes in our lower back. And that's the first place that your can- testicular cancer could spread to. So if you're having severe back pain, that can also be a warning sign mm. for testicular cancer. But good news, testicular cancer is one of the more treatable forms of cancer. 100% of people that don't get treated, though, will die from it. So, I mean, we have to talk so it about this. It will kill you, absolutely. If you just say, okay, no, it's just maybe my one, my one testicle is bigger than the other. Everything's fine. All these warning signs, I'm just going to keep ignoring it. Or they don't want to go through treatment. That can be a death sentence. So you are your own advocate. You stepped up. You knew something was wrong. And I think we all know our bodies mm-hmm. pretty well enough by the time we get to that adult stage. It's just a matter of following through and, and saying, listen, doctor, I don't agree with you and I want somebody else to look at it. So how do you perform a self-check to even get to the point where maybe you can take, go to the doctor and say, there's something wrong here? Well, to start off, you, you kind of have to get to know your testicles to a certain extent. You have to be able to tell when things are changing. I feel like you guys are pretty good with that. You know, we do have our hands down our pants maybe too often, but in this case, it could be a very positive thing. (laughs) Fair fair enough. (laughs) But when you're in the shower, that's the best time to do a self-check. You know, um, your scrotum's relaxed. You can actually separate your testicles one at a time, roll them between your your thumb and forefinger, see if there's any lumps, any normalities. Everything should be kind of smooth, even, egg-shaped, and, you know, Perform that again for each testicle. And if there's anything that's changing or concerning for you, go straight to the doctor. Don't hesitate. Well, we're going to have to have you on again because we've got the whole month of Mov- I mean, November ahead <laughs> of us. And your appearance has changed, Reese. But, you know, some of the tidbits you were telling us off mic is the different things you can do besides growing that stash to support Movember. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to have you on again over the next couple of weeks here for sure. It's not Absolutely. just growing a mustache, no, right? No, no, but I love my cookie duster. Yeah, it looks good. It's yeah. pretty good so far. I'm going to not shave my legs for a month in honor of all of you guys. <laughs>